Listener Production. What extended the Aussie share market's losing streak today? And find out the top three things to watch this week. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the 10th of July. Welcome to the Consec Market Update. Laura, good afternoon, my friend. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to a terrible brand new week on the share market. It's not a good start. I mean, we had a pretty rough week last week. It was the worst week that we had in about nine months. We're down 2.2%. We got off to a pretty good start this morning. Things were looking more positive because the US didn't do too badly on Friday, even though it fell slightly. Things faded pretty quickly. Very quickly, actually. So we're up 0.6% on the open and that quickly reversed We ended the session half a percent lower, which is pretty terrible. We dipped below 7,000 points for the first time in three months today, but the market did end a little bit higher than 7,000 at 7,004 points, and we're down 38 points today to, to be that half a percent lower. As you mentioned, this also follows the Aussie market having its worst week since September. Terrible. Yeah, so four straight trading days of declines. We sank to a fresh three and a half month low as well. And um, what do we have to thank for all of this, Stevie? It's a good question. I think there are a couple of things at play. The first is we had data in China, Mm -hmm. which showed that inflation was weaker or kind of non-existent. It basically Mm -hmm. was at zero. Mm -hmm. And But it was expected to lift slightly. It was. So that was lower than expected. And generally, because most of the world is having an inflation problem where we want inflation to drop back, China isn't. And what this is highlighting is that China's post-COVID recovery is slowing. It's running out of steam. There's a lack of demand. People perhaps aren't spending that much. And deflation, where prices go backwards, can also be a bit of a problem because if prices keep dropping, people might hold off spending. They might wait a few months before going out there and buying something that might cost $300 now, they might be thinking, why, why should I spend on this now if in three, six months, it's going to be $250? So people can hold off spending. You know, another issue, I guess, with deflation where prices, asset prices go back is that property prices here in Australia are generally going higher. But if property prices keep falling, say, in, in China, that could also keep, you know, debt levels higher while prices of properties are going down. So it, it can create a bit of a concern, but it's adding to this narrative that essentially China's not doing so well. Exactly. It's a very unique situation here because, as you mentioned, usually we're wanting to see those figures of inflation easing. In this instance, we don't want to see it because we've had a very slow recovery from China coming out of COVID and we're wanting to see sort of a boost to its economy. But on the flip side, it might spark the Chinese government to provide a bit more stimulus. Absolutely. So that is one piece of news that is possible in coming days and weeks. And if you do get an update saying that China's adding more stimulus, generally that's something that markets start to celebrate and do reasonably well because we want the largest, second largest economy and our largest mm-hmm. trading partner to be growing, basically. I think another thing today is you know, there are signs that the US market could get off to another sluggish start tonight. And it wouldn't be surprising if there is a cautious start in coming days because We've got a lot of the key stuff this week is going to mm-hmm. come through Wednesday through to Friday. Yeah, exactly right. So we're we're sort of holding our breath to see what happens on Wednesday night in the US, which we'll get to towards the end of this podcast. We'll go back to today. We'll look at what happened in the sectors. It was another session of broad-based selling across all of the sectors. All were lower except for tech. Tech wasn't up by very much, just 0.2 of a percent. Consumer staples did worst, weighed by Coles and Woolworths. 
Miners did quite poorly as a group as well. But we did see a bright spot in the mining sector. We saw the gold sector up 1.2% as a group, which is a subsector in the mining sector. Exactly. And look, we had a rebound from the banks, from the miners, from energy stocks early this morning, which yes. was actually helping us stay positive. And then all those three regions dropped back. So that was always going to be almost impossible for the you know the tech sector to do all the heavy lifting. It's <laughs> tiny. It is one of exactly. the smallest that we've got on the Australian share market. Exactly right. And when we saw all of those easing, it just was sort of the end of that unless we managed to lift if there was any positive news. But unfortunately, there wasn't. So fourth straight session of declines today. Yep. And look, quite a few companies in focus today. Mm-hmm. None that really went gangbusters, but we did see a few. None that of them did knocked my well. socks off today, Stevie. They, you don't even wear socks. I don't um, wear socks. <laughs> <laughs> GQG Partners was a pretty strong performer today rose by about 3%. So this is a fund manager that invests on behalf of customers. So it released an update saying that the amount of money it's investing on behalf of um, clients rose about 5.7% in June compared to May. And it had a lift across pretty much all of its main areas of focus. So international stocks, emerging markets, and the US as well. On the other hand, though, another fund manager, Magellan, they continued to fall today. On Friday, they reported $2 billion in outflows for the month of June. So looking back to its half-year report, they showed that funds under management had more than halved. Mm. Each month since then, it's taken a hit, reporting a big outflow of funds. On August 18, they'll be releasing their full-year results. It's not looking great, so each month they've been reporting big outflows. Its shares were down 9% over the course of last week, down another 3% today. Yeah, so in four days, they've lost something like 13 14%. And as you say, funds under management has gone backwards a lot for Magellan. Mm-hmm. 65% drop in two years. Mm. So that's not the, the direction that a company that makes its money from investing on behalf of customers wants to go. But there were other stocks in focus today that actually did quite well. One of the best ended up being Ardent Leisure. And this is the, the company that owns theme parks like Dreamworld and also Whitewater World in Queensland as well. So it was up, you know, roughly 14, 15% for a lot of the day. And uh, by the end of the session was up about 13 and a half percent. Now it provided an update, a preliminary update for how it's done in the past year. And it flagged a continued lift in the number of tickets it's actually selling through its theme parks. So it said that revenues just in the past two months, 20% higher than a year ago. And if we look at the year overall, it reckons that it's on track to see revenues lift 70% on the prior year. And importantly, it thinks it's going to make probably 25% more in ticket sales than pre-COVID levels. Wow. I guess a lot more people are going to theme parks now that we're allowed to exit our homes, right? It was one of those stocks that really struggled during COVID for obvious reasons. You would assume so. There's a lot of close proximity at water parks and theme parks. (laughs) You're, you're touching a lot of similar surfaces, obviously, and also there were, there were restrictions on how many people could actually go out of their house to to Woolies, let alone go to a theme park, right? So, um, yeah. So they're coming back from that, which is which is good news for the company, and that's why we saw it shares. I think it was the third best on the all odds today. Did it end up being it was hovering around there throughout the day? Karoon Energy was another one that caught my eye. They were up two point two percent after revealing some positive developments for its oil project near Brazil. So basically they said there's more oil than they previously thought after they did some more drilling. So they formally increased the amount of oil resource that they could potentially produce. And this is why we saw a nice boost to its share price. 
And Patriot Battery Metals was in focus as well. It was in a trading halt today before the market opened. So basically, this means you couldn't buy or sell shares in the, in the stock at all today. The reason, a few reasons, but one of the main ones is it wants time out to respond to claims made in an article in the Financial Review that suggested the larger Pilbara Minerals is thinking about perhaps some agreements with the group, potentially a joint venture, potentially an investment or, or some other things. So Patriot shares have more than doubled this year on the share market, even though they've had a, a tough, a bit more of a challenging couple of months. And Patriot explores for lithium, mostly in Quebec, Canada, you know, hard rock lithium. So we'll see what happens and what comes out of this in coming days. Just to note as well, KFC restaurant operator Collins Food, they traded ex-dividend today. They were down roughly about half a percent. They'll be paying a 50 cent, uh, 15 cent rather dividend paid on 1st of August to eligible shareholders. One other interesting thing, I read it on Friday actually, but we had too much to talk about on Friday, so I thought I'd leave it for Monday. Birkenstocks, they're considering doing an IPO, which is an initial public offering, basically meaning they're planning to potentially list on the US market as a publicly offered stock, which is very exciting. Do you wear Birkenstock? Um, believe it or not, I'm a very fashionable um, person. <laughs> it's not really the first type of footwear I go to. Generally. Well, it depends who you ask Just because depends. they're quite fashionable. They're right. actually like a post-COVID the look sort of thing. Like they're very mm. trendy. Like you're actually cool if you wear Birkenstocks and they're very good for your feet. Aren't, aren't they orthopedic? Look, don't ask me. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> to me, uh, they look like sandals. You wear Vans. They're like completely They're cool. flat. Yeah. No, in yeah. terms of like the health of your feet, because this mm. is what you worry about when you when you're edging closer to thirty. <laughs> feet and the yeah. health of your feet in terms of the shoes that you wear. Um, so this is what I'm concerned about. So anyway, they're valuing the company at probably near six billion dollars. I mean, they've been talking about potentially listing the company for a little while now. So it could be as soon as next year, maybe this year. We don't know. Nothing concrete there. So we'll see if we get any developments and maybe we can get you on board to wear a pair and maybe you'll be sold once you wear them. They're very comfy. I don't own a pair, just mind you, but I just know that they're cool and they're very good for you. No, I'm I'm enjoying this sartorial (laughs) um, discussion we're having uh, about clothing and (laughs) shoes and and the like. That's what you get for having a female. That's true. I love it. I yeah, love it. Thank you for educating me so much. <laughs> I've actually got Google images up just, just making sure I've got the, the right footwear in mind and it's exactly what I was thinking. Not trendy. Not not for me. <laughs> not for me. But look, if All it's right. something you enjoy wearing on the weekend. I don't wear them. I will not judge. You're very stylish. So, But anyway, next yes. ahead to this week. Yes. Yes. Let's look. Let's exactly go back right. to the share market. There, there's a lot to look, look out for. Probably this week, if we had to narrow it down to yeah, three, three things. Yeah. What are they? RBA? RBA. So the RBA governor, he's delivering a speech on Wednesday. That's probably going to be a big one. Mm -hmm. Then Wednesday night, we've got an update on inflation inflation in the US. US. That's going to be massive. It's almost definite that they're going to get a rate hike anyway at the end or towards the end of this month. But basically, I guess if this is hotter than expected, Mm -hmm. it could possibly mean more rate hikes down the track yep. potentially. And and that's what we're concerned yep. about. So currently it's 90% priced in yep. that we'll get a rate hike yep. uh, in the US. I think that's exactly what will, will happen because you're right. We had those job numbers out late last week, Thursday, Friday. Basically at the end of the day, it's that jobs are, are lifting enough and wages are still growing at a sufficient pace that, as you said, a rate hike in a couple of weeks time is, is a done deal. But the hotter it is, the more concern is going to be about even more rate hikes than the two that are currently priced in. 
The third big thing this week? U.S. reporting season. That's right. So in the U.S., they release their results on a quarterly basis rather than half year, which is what we generally get. So we've got some of the big U.S. banks kicking things off on Friday. That's generally considered like the start of the reporting season, and that will continue into next week as well. There's plenty of other things going on this week, but we might just go day by day because there's way too much to fill in. But those are the top three things to probably look out for this week and make sure you keep your eye out. We'll be releasing a calendar on Thursday on our social media to find out what companies will be reporting next week in the US. So make sure you keep your eyes out for that. Absolutely. And tomorrow, probably the key things to watch here in Australia will be an update on business confidence and consumer confidence and also spending. So it's all going to be about business, how businesses and consumers are feeling about their money and how many, you know, what what people's intentions are to go out there and actually spend. Lots to look forward to mm-hmm. this week. It's going to be a massive week. I think there's going to potentially be unplanned things as well with, with the way China's going, potentially some updates from China's government. So plenty to look out for. We don't know what's going to come. Get ready for it. Brace yourselves. Yeah, brace yourselves. So look forward to talking stocks and shoes tomorrow with uh, Laura Besserati. (laughs) Have a lovely night, everyone. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.